Welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Torres. This episode is brought to you by Crowdsourced Books. Crowdsourced Books provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can find out more by visiting crowdsourcedbooks.com. All right, now let's jump into the episode. for listening to another uh, episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I interview business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives on what it takes to become successful. Uh, today, I have with me an amazing guest, Ki Trang Ho. She's a business and investment writer, a content strategist, and a PR consultant. I'm really excited to get some of her insight into the industry um, in ways that can help your business. Uh, Ki, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Well, let's just jump right in. So, you know, when you think about um, first, if I can get a little bit of your background and how you work with your clients as a as an investment writer and, and consultant. Well, basically, I ghostwrite their their commentaries and news articles that appear in, um, in institutional investor or FA Mag or any other number of um, sites because to build to get media coverage these days. The easiest way is to be a guest poster because the way the media works now is that everything is all about getting page views and media outlets are competing for eyeballs and because of program uh, bidding on for ads on websites, they are getting uh, less and less money to um, bring eyeballs to their site. So they have to produce more and more content just to get those eyeballs and then pay people less or cut down on their staff. And so a win-win situation is for you to provide content that they can publish on their site that gives the, that lets them feed the beast and for you to perform on a stage uh, in front of a huge audience. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And I and I talk to quite a bit. I, I, a lot of my clients are business owners, and I tell them, you know, they they'll ask me. They'll say, you know, because I write for a couple of uh, a newspaper, and I write for some other areas. And I tell them it takes a lot of time. And you know, if I could if I could go back in time, I probably would have went your route a lot a lot sooner, just based off the fact that it takes a lot of time to write a lot of articles. And like you said, I love your term. <laughs> Feed the beast. Uh, that's really what it is when it comes to the media and when it comes to um, when it comes to getting enough content out there to keep yourself in the in the news consistently. Um, could you talk to me? Talk a little bit on the idea of what why you need to be consistent with your campaign in media. Because people have very very short memories these days, and they have even shorter attention spans. So you just have to keep on getting in front of them, and they might hear something from Facebook and then forget about it. But then if they keep on seeing the message over um, over several news outlets and on different types of platforms, social media, news, TV, everything, then it becomes more familiar to them. And that's why Coca-Cola runs the same ad in front of every movie you see, and they run even multiple ads in front of one movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and you touched on a couple of great points. Um, different mediums are really important. Uh, so you mentioned you not you need to be, you know, not only in print, but you need to be on TV. You got to think about radio. You have to think about different mediums. And that's because 
you know, that's where people are consuming content. If you want to reach a larger audience, you need to be a little bit, um, uh, you have to really spread yourself across a lot of different channels. Um, how did you, how did you get into this business of media, promotion, consulting? Give us a little bit of your background, please. Well, I started, um, in TV and radio, and then I went to print, and I got into business writing because I was doing a lot of research on my own to uh, invest my money to save money for my house with my husband. And then, so that's how I got into writing for Investors Business Daily. And then I uh, was there for, like, eight years, and the funny thing was, like, I was offered a job by a startup, and then so I quit my job at Investors Business Daily, and um, then shortly thereafter, the startup founder retracted her job offer, and so oh, no. Daily said, no, you can't stay because you aren't showed emotionally that you want to leave, and then so I, they said I could still freelance, but then so I was forced to basically go out on my own, and I thought, well, what can I do? And I applied for other jobs, and I didn't get anything. And so I thought, well, you know what? When I was at Investors Business Daily, I found that the biggest problem people had was that they had um, a lot of people, especially I dealt with a lot of financial advisors, was that they couldn't um, articulate their services in a clear and simplified manner. And they would all speak in this jargon. So I thought, well, why don't I do that for them? and ghostwrite for them because I found that, you know, I had people who I could have given a whole back page interview to, and that would have cost tens of thousand dollars um, in advertising, but all they had to do was explain what their investment strategy was in clear layman's terms, and they couldn't even do that, and I was like, you know what, that's, there's gold in them hills, and so I decided to become a ghostwriter, and then one day I was um, pitching, um, making my client a, um, a contributor at Ford, and they said, well, you know, we don't need any more financial advisors to contribute to our platform, but we do need ETF and mutual fund writers, and so I said, oh, why don't I do that? And so that's how I got into writing for Ford. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and uh, Investor Business Daily, I mean, they, I saw South spot in my heart. They gave me my first um, newspaper mention uh, maybe two years ago or so when, as I've gone down this path and being a financial advisor. Um, I remember that, and I was it was the coolest thing because I grew up reading Investor Business Daily, so interesting that you bring them up. Um, no, that's great, and I find that happens so often, what, what you're saying. So you have these amazing professionals that really, um, you know, they need a voice, um, putting, you know, the the translation from mind to paper, if you're not a writer, is not an easy thing. So I find many times hiring a professional is really is really the best route to do it, um, especially for financial advisors out there. Um, so no, no, that's great. Let's see. So um, obviously you're you're an expert in media content writing. What would you say your top would be for somebody who's maybe a lot of the people that listen to this podcast they're going to be you know entrepreneurs first-time entrepreneurs some might be pretty seasoned but what would you say the first you know tip to success in terms of getting their name out there would be I would say sign up for Hara which is tellsareporter.com and you could get it's basically a match.com 
for sources and reporters working on stories. And every day they send out these huge lists of stories that reporters are working for, uh, are working on, and what kind of sources they need and the questions they want answered. And you can just respond to them. And if you have a better chance of getting quoted even if you respond directly to them because reporters, again, like I said before, is that they're working under so much, um, under such tight deadlines and they have to put out so much work that it's really onerous for them to go through a PR person. And so it streamlines their work a lot. If you could just respond to their their questions in writing in an email and give them everything they need so that they could just cut and paste your comment into their story and not have to follow up with you on the phone or anything because it's really time-consuming for them to make phone calls. And you will even see a lot of them say, please, no request for phone calls. No, that's so great. And helpareporter.com. Yes. I, I love it, and I will personally vouch that I have used that service, and I've got, and I think that's where I got my first Forbes mention um, was from that website. So I highly recommend um, people uh, go and use that site. And and I, I guess since you're an expert in that area, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that question one level deeper. Um, and let's just assume that the listeners understand that that's a hugely valuable piece of information that you just gave them. What would be your um, your advice on their pitch to Haro? So what does the reporter on the other side want to know? Because I, I'll just tell you from my standpoint, it took me a little bit of uh, a little bit of figuring out to finally get my pitches correct and my bios right. What would be your you know your top tip for using Haro? We'll say. My top tip is um, have a boilerplate ready, um, and this is what I I have. Um, this saved in my Gmail account is that you can have an auto, um, like a boilerplate response, and you could just say, introduce yourself quickly. Always state your name, your title, your company, and um, link to it, and then state briefly why are you qualified to answer their questions, and then answer their questions in full detail. And it's a lot of people don't want to uh, do a long write-up because they think it's a waste, but it's not a waste. If they, if your answer doesn't get used, you could use it in a blog post or, you know, put it on Medium or just repass the um, answer to, for another reporter because there'll there'll be another person down the line that will ask the same question. So that's another thing I do is that I save all of my reporter uh, responses in a in a folder on my Google Drive, and then I could just access it easily if I want to make, turn it into a blog post, or you know, you could even share it on Facebook as, and that'll build your brand as a thought leader as well. No, that's great. I, I love it. That's excellent advice, and um, and I, I would have thought you would have coached me because that's exactly what I did. And one other thing I'll add to that is. Um, the, the, because they're professional writers and professional publications that are looking for content, what I found, and this was after using it for a while, was that it also keeps you kind of on schedule in terms of what the theme is that people are reading about. So, for example, towards year end, as an advisor, there are certain tax themes and things that, you know, that it's consistent. It's going to happen every single year. You're going to be talking about, you know, tax loss harvesting. You're going to be talking about certain things, getting ready for taxes. But by using HARO, 
um, it keeps you on theme to what people are actually reading at that moment. Otherwise, you're going about your life as normal and you don't remember, oh, wait a minute, that's what I should be writing about right now because it's year end. You're not really thinking about it. <laughs> um, yes. No. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so Key, where, where can everybody find you? So if somebody wants to want some more information about um, about you know your services, about your your ghostwriting and just um, and consulting, where can anybody find you? Please go to kytrangho.com. Kytrangho. My first name, is, my nickname is Key, and it's spelled K-Y like the jelly. Fantastic. Well, hey, Key, I really appreciate you being on this podcast today. I know I'm going to listen to this one again. Uh, this is all great information for all of you listening. Please go use those. Go use that website. Follow this advice, and you will get um, you will get a lot more exposure than you thought of. Have an awesome day, and thank you, Key. Thank you.